Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Welcome into Sports Memo's betting podcast, College Basketball Saturday Look Ahead with Brent Crow. Brent, welcome into the pod. How are you? I'm doing good, Drew. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm excited for this Saturday college basketball card. I mean, we got, what, well over 100 games, over 200 college basketball teams playing on the Saturday card. We're going to be breaking down about five games. Also get your thoughts just across the board here. Try to get some more winners than losers for all the listeners out there. But let's start off, uh, what, with the big boys. We got Duke UNC tomorrow, Brent Crow. We got 80 to 68. That's what Ken Palm is is projecting here in the uh, the Tobacco Road rivalry here. So that would put us uh, Duke 80, UNC 68. So Duke minus 12 on the road in Chapel Hill. Total of 148. Of course, these opening numbers might come off, but this is kind of the best we got right here. So if it's Duke minus 12 at UNC, any interest in betting this one, Brent Crow? First of all, like you said, Saturday gives us a lot of opportunities. It seems like there's a lot of marquee games this Saturday. It doesn't mean that's always the best ones to bet on, of course, but hopefully I can repeat last Saturday when I swept the board 3-0. and I'm not sure if I'll have this Duke-North Carolina tilt on my card or not, but, you know, North Carolina is 10-12. and I mean, straight up 10-12. and This is not the market. It's still the names, but the teams – this year, obviously, we don't have the same uh, same level with North Carolina, and I don't think Duke is as good as they've been either. I mean, I've watched Duke play a number of times, and I mean, they, you know, they've got a couple of really uh, good players that are going to be in the NBA, but it's not a deep team. It's not a complete team, and, you know, I don't think you're going to see a Final Four run from this Duke team. The, one, the big news here is Cole Anthony came back for North Carolina, after missing, uh, I think it was about a dozen games, maybe even a little more than that. And he's played the last two games. And in 26 minutes against Boston College, or I'm sorry, yeah, in 26 minutes, he had 26 points. And then in the last one against Florida State, he played 37 minutes, only had 16 points and shot five for 22 from the field. I mean, the guy has not shot the ball well at all. He was supposed to be the best player in the country. He's 36% from two-point land and only 33% from the three-point line. So, you know, he takes a lot of bad shots. Uh, He's clearly, you know, athletically and will develop into a great player, I think. But definitely not having the season, even before he got hurt, that was expected of him. And does it give Carolina a boost? I think so. But, you know, he's not going to put them over the top. They're not making the NCAA tournament this year. Uh, if they don't do anything, they're going, not even going to make the NIT. But I think Duke's a little bit vulnerable here. Um, the Blue Devils lost two straight games to Clemson and Louisville. And since then, they've won four in a row, but they played Miami of Florida, Pittsburgh, Syracuse, and Boston College. They struggled in their last game against Boston College on Tuesday night. This is their third straight road game again, uh, or third straight road game coming up on Saturday against Carolina. And, you know, if, I, if you're giving me Carolina in 12 at home, I'm, I'm probably going to take them no matter 
how bad they've been and and you know what their record is. It's a rivalry game. You know you're going to get their best effort. And again, I just don't think this Duke team is that great. I mean, when you look at what they've done in conference play, they really they haven't beaten anybody in conference play. Their best conference win, according to Ken Palm rankings, is against the 53rd best team, Syracuse. And other than that, they had a win over Georgetown, which is 81st in the nation. It's not like they've just been dominating the ACC play. They just hadn't played anybody. They've Somehow or another, they've played all the dregs. They've had yet to play Florida State or Virginia, which is not very good. Uh, they lose to Louisville. You know, overall, though, the ACC just a little bit down this year. Yeah, I don't disagree with you there, uh, Brent. I, I will say this about UNC, man. Just sitting at 10 and 12, like you said, Roy Williams' worst team, in my opinion, in, in at least quite some time. In one way, I'm looking to attack the Tar Heels here. And I I, I was talking with um, a, a producer at Visa, and his name's Sean, when I was doing a show there. And he went to UNC, you know, watches all their games. And he brought up a, a betting angle I wanted to kind of throw, throw off you. Um, with Cole Anthony coming back, and even w- when he was healthy at the, the beginning of the season, he actually pinned UNC as an under team with him on the floor just because, you know, they do kind of run that offense where the ball is in his hands a lot, and the, the shot clock kind of goes down with him kind of dribbling on the outside looking for opportunities. I wanted to throw that kind of philosophy off at you with Cole Anthony coming back. Do you think that UNC actually turns into more of an under team rather than an over team? Well, you know, the statistics show they're an under team anyway, and I bet several games under with him and without him earlier in the year. And, you know, they still are trying to play fast. I mean, they had 71 possessions and 72 possessions in their last two games with him back. Early in the season, they were you know, against weaker competition where it was easier for them to score and get shots up. They were in the high 70s. But in conference play, they've been around mid-60s to, to low 70s, whether it's with Cole Anthony or without. I mean, the biggest problem for Carolina is they can't score. I mean, there's there's 330 330 in the nation in, the, in effective field goal percentage. I mean, that's down there with, like, you know, Stetson and uh, – <laughs> North Carolina A&T. And, uh, I mean, this is a horrible offensive team. They're 320th in, in three-point shooting. Uh, I mean, the only thing they do halfway decent is, is go to the offensive glass. They're 21st in offensive rebound percentage. But, I mean, they really cannot score. So, I think they're an under team whether he's on the court or with or whether he's not on the court against certain teams, especially teams that play good defense. It just makes it that much tougher for, for them to get a shot off. I mean, if you watch them play, they're stagnant. Um, you know, they have no outside threat. I mean, they've got a couple of guys get down low that are good, but they're also young. And, I mean, it's just an under team uh, for the most part, period. Good stuff, Brent, to uh, start off here, guys. We got a bunch more games, some big boys playing on the Saturday card, and just wanted to throw out the coupon code here, DM210. That's DM210 at checkout for Brent Crow's. 30-day all-access package for 140 bucks off. So big savings there at sportsmemo.com. That gets you all the way through the conference championship, guys. That is a uh, big savings there for college basketball bettors. Also, you get every every game he releases. Uh, and you can use that for any Sports Memo handicapper out there. Coupon code DM210 at checkout. Unlimited use for the next 48 hours. We got 
LSU in Auburn up next. Heading to the SEC here, Brent. We got Ken Palm projecting LSU 75, Auburn 79. This is in Auburn Arena. Um, and I'll tell you, Brent, this is a uh, this is a big game. LSU off of the loss in Auburn. You know they've been playing well. They've been kind of sneaking through some games here. This is a this is a big one in the SEC. If it's uh, 75-79 here, so that would put Auburn minus four at home with a total of 154. If my math is correct, any interest in betting Tigers versus the Tigers here? Well, you know this LSU team. You know they were eight zero. In SEC play going into Wednesday night at Vanderbilt, which is was 0 and 8, and Vanderbilt couldn't score. You know they had the game where they're 0 for 25 from three. I mean, just been horrible. What happened? Vanderbilt scores 99 points and beats LSU, handing them their first conference loss. So LSU comes into Auburn off that loss to to Vanderbilt, and you got to think that the last couple of days there's they've preached a little defense. But the other thing about it is that's just LSU. I mean, they don't play good defense. They're 11th in the conference in defensive efficiency. You know, they're going to try to outscore you. They're also the best offensive team in the SEC. And you look at their scores, they're constantly in the 80s and 90s. And Auburn likes to play fast, too. Auburn will get up and down the court. So, you know, my interest here, I hate the fact that LSU lost that game to, to Vanderbilt. Which, like I said, you know, you know, there's been some emphasis on defense, but I mean, you are who you are. LSU is going to get up and down the court. They're not going to play that uh, that great a defense anyway. Auburn will certainly run with them. Both teams can score. So, you know, if I play, I'm hoping this total comes down a little bit. I'd like to play over about 151 uh, in this one, and I think it'll be a very competitive game. And, Brent, talking about that game, you know, Vanderbilt versus LSU, man, there needs to be like a 30 for 30 written on that. Vanderbilt has been one of the biggest under teams in the country since their best player went out. And then, you you know, 50 points a game, uh, you know, heck, less than 50 points, I believe, sometimes. And then they go out and score, what, 95-ish points against LSU. Can you take anything away from that in why that happened? 99 points. I think it's just a lack of effort from LSU. I mean, it wasn't like the Vanderbilt got hot from three. I mean, they were 12 for 30 from the three-point line, which is, you know, 40%. That's obviously for Vanderbilt. That's, they had a really good night shooting the three. The problem is they were 23 for 31 from two, which means they got bucket after bucket in the paint. That's 74%, and that's a lack of effort and a lack of concentration from LSU more than anything else because this Vanderbilt team without Aaron Neesmith has been just absolutely impotent offensively. Uh, couldn't, you know, just horrible at times. And they, they are going to, anytime they play a good defensive team, Vanderbilt's going to struggle to score. And obviously, you know, the score 99 against LSU backs up the point I just made. LSU's not a good defensive team. Let's head to uh, the Big Ten up next, Brent Crow. We got. Michigan State versus Michigan. We got Ken Palm putting Michigan State 72, Michigan 71. So that would make uh, Sparty a minus one favorite on the road in Ann Arbor. Total of 143. Any interest in this Big Ten matchup? You know, Michigan got off to that great start, hit all those threes in non-conference play, but they've really struggled in Big Ten play. They're four and seven. Uh, coming off a home loss to Ohio State. They've actually dropped three straight home games in the Big Ten. Um, Michigan State, I think, is probably the best team in, in the Big Ten. They're coming off a home loss to Penn State, where they gave up 75 points to uh, the Nittany Lions. And 
So, and that was actually Michigan State's second straight loss because they lost on the road against Wisconsin. It was only a, the final score was 64 63, but that was because of a late rally. Wisconsin was up, I think, 16 at halftime in that game. And the first halves have really killed Michigan State the last two games as they've gotten down uh, early in both games. Their defense has not shown up until the second half. But, you know, you look at those two games and Tom Izzo and you've got your rival Michigan, which they handled easily earlier this year by 18 on their home court. I think it's going to be a big effort for Michigan state here. And I'm, I was a little surprised that it was only, uh, of course it's Ken Palm. I mean, it may not be the number, but I would make it more than minus one against Michigan. And, uh, you know, like I said, you're going to get a great effort for Michigan state. Uh, Michigan has really struggled. If they're not shooting the three, it's their offense has not been very good. And Michigan State is one of the best three-point defensive teams in the country. Matter of fact, they're fifth in the nation overall uh, in three-point percentage allowed. So I think this one plays into the hands of Michigan State for a number of reasons. Brent, we got Virginia at Louisville up next. Uh, always interested in your opinion here on the Wahoos. And Ken Palm's putting this Virginia 49, Louisville 59, putting us at a total of just 108 in the Louisville game. This is uh, going to be an interesting handicap here with Virginia going on the road at Louisville. So if it's uh, Louisville, 10-point home favorites with a total of 108. Any interest in betting this ACC matchup? You know, I, I looked at this Virginia team early, and they played a very weak non-conference schedule. Uh, they got blown out by Purdue and blown out by South Carolina. I told Teddy Covers early in the non-conference play, like, bet against Virginia. They are nowhere near what they have been. And they got off to, a, uh, you know, they were 3-0 and in ACC play and then lost three, or actually lost four out of five, and I thought, uh, you know, I, I knew I was right. But then uh, they have actually won three straight games. They didn't cover in the win against Wake Forest. They got a cover against Florida State. And uh, I believe last last time out in a seven-point win over Clemson, they, they uh, I think, what was that number, five and a half maybe? So they've actually won three in a row. They're played a little bit better. But my opinion of them hasn't really changed. I think that... Uh, you know, the Florida State in that game, that, that was a, a good win. I mean, the Florida State's a, a really solid team. But in Virginia, got off to a terrible start. And Florida State just kind of got frustrated. Virginia wound up. You know, one thing they will do still is play good defense. And they wound up and uh, scored enough, hit a few threes, and beat Florida State. But now they're back on the road against a really solid Louisville team. And, yeah, I, was, I hope, and I don't think you're going to see Louisville minus 10 here. I mean, I know the Ken Palm projection's 10, but I don't think you're going to see that. I think it's going to be closer to 7, maybe 8 with Louisville the favorite. And I'm going to play Louisville. I, I still think there's money to be made playing against Virginia. You, you look at their numbers. Offensively, they're atrocious. I mean, they are the best defensive team in the country. There's no question about that. The numbers show it. Uh, in every level, but offensively, I mean, they're hitting 27% from three uh, uh, in conference games, which is uh, worse, actually, than they've done overall, 27 and a half overall. So, I mean, they've not even gotten any better in conference play as the season has gone along. They still could, cannot shoot the ball whatsoever. And, you know, when they play a good team like Louisville that plays good defense on the road, I think it's going to be really tough for Virginia to score. In, in, do you think Virginia makes the tournament? I think that you know they're fifteen and six right now. I mean, if you look, they have they have the one good win against Florida State. That's basically it. I think the, the rest of the season uh, is going to 
determine that. But you look at what they've got. They've got two games left for Louisville. They play Duke. Um, you know, I think at the very best they're gonna they'll have they're gonna have double digit losses. With, maybe 19 and 11 plus then the conference tournament. It's going to be close. I think they're going to be squarely on the bubble. All right. Brent Crow, sportsmemo.com. We got one game left. Uh, degenerate special type game here, guys. Remember the coupon code DM210 at checkout, sportsmemo.com. $140 off Brent Crow's 30-day all-access package. Uh, College basketball gets you all the way through the uh, conference tournament, so a great, great deal there at sportsmemo.com. Coupon code DM210 at checkout, and it's good for any handicapper. Sportsmemo.com, unlimited use, next 48 hours. We got next game up here, Degenerate Special, late-night action here on the East Coast. This game actually tipping on the West Coast, Gonzaga, St. Mary's. Ken Palm putting it at Gonzaga, 77, St. Mary's, 75, putting us at a total of 152, Brent. If it's Gonzaga minus two on the road at St. Mary's with a total of 152, you going to get involved? I'm not sure. This is a good good matchup, though. And, you know, Gonzaga, 10-0 in conference play. They've gotten scared a couple of times. Most recently, last Saturday against San Francisco, they escaped with a four-point road win. And uh, back on January the 4th, they were – Taken to the wire by Pepperdine, of all teams, at home, only a, a, a five-point win. Everything else has been a blowout in their conference games, but they have yet to face St. Mary's. And, you know, St. Mary's and Gonzaga have a pretty solid rivalry. They've obviously been the best two teams in this league for a number of years. Uh, and St. Mary's has gotten uh, Gonzaga several times. Uh, over the last few years, St. Mary's has had some ups and downs this year. They have three conference losses to BYU and Santa Clara and Pacific. Uh, you know, they're not. I don't think this St. Mary's team is as good defensively as they've been. I think that's been the problem. They're, they're a tremendous offensive team. They're number two in the country in shooting threes. Uh, you know, they really do score the ball very well. The problem is defense. And I think that's the difference between uh, these two teams. Gonzaga defensively, they're 50th in the country. They are the number one offense in the country. I think you're going to see some points here. I mean, you used to. Anytime these two teams played, I bet it under like religiously for years because both teams were the head of the, you know, so far ahead of the rest of the conference, and they would score. Uh, a lot of points in their not other non-conference or in their other conference games, and as a result, their stats look great and whatever. And then when they faced each other, it usually turned into a defensive game, and and you had a higher total than uh, than your well, you had a high total based on what they'd done against everybody else. So I thought there used to be a lot of value playing this game under or this matchup under, but I'm not so sure this year because both teams are so good offensively and neither team has been that great defensively. So you know, I think at 152, yeah, it's any other year, I'm betting it under, but I'm not sure this year. But I think it's going to be a good game. I'm not sure that I have an opinion on the total or the side here. All right, Brent Crow. Sportsmemo.com, get a best bet from uh, Brent Crow. Any recommendations out there on Saturday? But uh, coupon code DM210 at checkout, 140 bucks off his 30-day all-access sportsmemo.com. Good for Drew Martin, college basketball. Uh, really, you'll get all-access all, all for any handicapper, sportsmemo.com. Coupon code DM210 at checkout. Brent, do you have a uh, best bet recommendation for the listeners out there with the huge Huge Saturday college basketball card tomorrow. 
Well, we talked about this team earlier. They scored 99 points in their last game, which was about 40 more than they've been scoring. I'm going to play Vanderbilt under again. Uh, they face Mississippi State on the road. I think Vanderbilt's going to go from scoring 99 in that one to about 55 in this one. And as long as they don't allow Mississippi State to get to 99, we should be good. Projected total right now is 146. Um and like I said, I don't know. You know, Vanderbilt had their best game of the year. They played against a terrible defensive team. And uh, you look at what Mississippi State has done uh, on their home court. They've, they've had some pretty solid defensive outings uh, so far this year. They held Missouri and Georgia to 45 and 59 points back-to-back. And uh, like I said, I just, you know, I'm not buying that, that Vanderbilt uh, got, got good offensively all of a sudden. Yeah, that that game. I mean, that's wild. The spot for Vandy is terrible. Um, I just, it, it's tough to to bet Vanderbilt now from a totals perspective. Brent, I'm with you. I like the under as well. It's just, did did is there a part of you that thinks like maybe they found something, or do you put that all on LSU? I put it all on LSU. I mean, and you know, they're not going to shoot. The other thing, I mean, the most important thing, if you just look at that box score, seventy five percent field, uh, you know, from two. And Mississippi State is one of the best defensive uh, teams there is if, as far as two-point percentage allowed. They've got two shot blockers. There's not going to be those easy buckets that LSU allowed. And I think that's going to be – I mean, you know, let's face it, Vanderbilt from three. I mean, you know, they had the 0 for 25. Yeah, there was, I think they went 30 – they made – or they shot 39 straight threes that they missed bridging the, the game where they were 0 for 25 against uh, – was it uh, Texas A&M where they, where they were 0 for 25 or Arkansas, but or maybe the Tennessee game? I mean, they've been anemic all year shooting threes, and and uh, I just don't I don't think that they figured it out all of a sudden. I think that was just an, a lack of effort by LSU. All right, like in the Vanderbilt under on the Saturday card, Brent. Always good having you on this uh, look ahead towards the Saturday college basketball card. Guys, you can get all of Brent's plays at sportsmemo.com. He's 14-6. and six, That's 70% in his last, what, 20, 20 releases in college basketball. So he's heating up on the college basketball hardwood. Check him out, sportsmemo.com, 30-day all-access. Coupon code DM210 at checkout. Takes 140 bucks off. Check that out. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Best of luck with your bets. And we'll talk on Monday with Teddy Covers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.